Okay, we're going to begin in a comfortable cross-legged seated position. So make your way to one of those, possibly up on some padding, a blanket, or a block. Close your eyes. Arrive, bring your mind into the room, onto your mat, and into your body for the next however many minutes of practice that we practice. Uh, find a place to rest your hands, perhaps on your knees or thighs. And what feels more appropriate today? So I'm a hands, palms down kind of person myself most days, but the other day I was practicing and I noticed felt uh, nice to turn my palms up. So uh, be receptive to uh, subtle changes in your body that might cause you to just make uh, small changes to your practice. You're such a rebel mate. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, settle down into your seat, relax your feet, ankles, shins, calves, knees, thighs. Create that energetic connection between your body and the earth so that you are not just sitting up upon the floor, but you are sitting into the earth. And then from that deeply rooted seat, grow tall through your spine. Shrug your shoulders up towards your ears, lengthen the sides of your body, and then loop your shoulder blades together behind your heart. Feel that gentle contraction of the upper back as your heart opens and lifts. And now allow the weight of your forearms and elbows to melt down towards the floor, bringing the shoulder blades down the back side of your chest. Tilt your chin parallel to the floor, lengthening along the back of your neck as you lift the crown of your head skyward. You might very subtly draw the sides of your neck back to align your head over your heart. Soften your skin. Be aware of any expression on your face. So often we hold a we hold tension in our faces in um, unconscious ways. So notice if there is a purse to your lips a furrow to your brow, a clench to your jaw, whatever it is, let it go. <clears throat> Feel the air of the room across your exposed skin. Soften at your edges as though your body is emanating a gentle glow. And now turn your attention to your breathing, breathing in and out through your nostrils and beginning the practice of ujjayi pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat. So immediately your breath will begin to have a sound, a louder sound. That's a louder sound. <laughs> It's only gotten louder. He thinks you're talking to him. We're not talking to you. Follow the path of each breath. Notice the sensation of air entering your body, in through the nostrils. Feel air filling your inner body, expanding your outer body. 
As you exhale, draw up and in on your pelvic floor. As you empty your lungs from top to bottom. Again, feeling the air exit your body. Maybe feeling that the air as it moves out of you is a little bit warmer than the air that entered your body. that this is a point in the practice in your day to focus simply on your breath. So allow yourself this opportunity. If other uh, thoughts are coming up, you can notice that. And recognize, again, that this is time for breath. So come back to an observation of your breathing. One simple thing to do if you're having uh, difficulty focusing on the breath is simply to count the duration of the inhalations and the exhalations. might start to work towards the ratio of a one to two breath so that the exhale is twice as long as the inhalation. Resume your breath. 
Press your palms lightly to get together as you broaden out across your collarbones. We'll chant Om three times before beginning to move more quickly. Exhale and inhale for Om. And then slowly begin to lean over the right thigh. 
Use the hand on the thigh to draw the right shoulder forward as you revolve your gaze and chest skyward. Keep the left hip tacked down as you extend through your left fingertips. Notice tension possibly building in the face unnecessarily. Try to let, let that go as you focus along the left shoulder, the outer left ribs, the left waistline, the left hip. Inhale back to center and maybe a counter twist before moving out of this shape. Place any blankets or props off to the side. Come into a tabletop shape. <clears throat> Wrists below the shoulders. Spread your fingers and your palms. Knees are hip width distance. And as you inhale, next release your belly and chest down. Tuck your tailbone and gaze up into your cow pose. As you exhale, round the spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling. Push with the hands as you curl the upper back and continue through these two shapes with the pace of your own breath, exploring your spine on your mat today. Notice what your, uh, what your body's telling you and how you might start to move in a way where your practice becomes an expression. So that might mean holding in one shape or the other, shifting the hips from side to side, maybe taking a brief or a prolonged child's pose. Come back to a neutral spine and extend your legs back for a plank position. Shoulders over wrists. Once again, notice weight pushing into your wrists and try to shift weight out of your wrists by grounding through the knuckles and the finger pads. Revolve your inner elbows gently forward to draw your shoulders out of your ears. Push your hands down and try to lift the back of your ribs slightly. Lift into your inner thighs, lengthen back through your tailbone, lengthen back through your heels as you extend forward through the crown of your head. And then slowly knees, chest and chin to the floor, reach your chin forward, elbows in towards your side ribs, and then slide forward onto your belly. Press the tops of your feet into the floor, setting them hip width distance apart. Draw your elbows in towards the sides of your body. Tone the muscles of your legs so that your kneecaps begin to pull away from the floor. Lengthen your tailbone towards your heels and then scoop it forward so you feel the front of your pelvis push down gently. Become aware of your lower abdomen. Pull it in and up so that it's drawing away from the floor. Shoulder blades on the back, hugging the back of the heart, toning the muscles of the upper back. And then inhale, peel your chin and chest off the floor for a little baby cobra pose. Elbows in, shoulder blades on the back, heads of the arm bones away from the ears, crown of the head lifts, sides of the neck back. Feel the strength of your upper back lifting and opening your heart. Exhale, left cheek to the floor, heads of the arm bones forward, arms at your sides, big toes touch. Come back to your breath, come back to the present moment. Take the challenge of going from action to inaction.
With each exhale, release deeper into the support of the earth below. With each inhale, expand the lungs. Sip in more air at the top of your breath. Chin on the floor, press the feet down, lift the kneecaps up, lengthen through the tailbone, draw in and up through the lower abdomen, plant your wrists by your ribs, spread your fingers, elbows towards the ceiling, shoulder blades on the back, inhale to come up, little baby cobra, and that cobra starts to grow as you keep your elbows pulling in, press your hands down, draw the heels of your hands towards the back of your mat without moving them. Heels of the hands back to reach the heart forward. Broaden across the collarbones, you guys look great. Crown of the head lifts, sides of the neck back, press the feet down, lift the kneecaps up, draw in and up through the low abdomen, and exhale, let it go. Right cheek to the floor, head to the arm bones forward, arms at your sides, big toes touch, heels apart, release the weight of the arms, relax the upper back, release the weight of the head, relax the neck. Each inhale, draw more air into your lungs. Each exhale, a deeper sense of release and trust into the earth holding you. Because it is going to hold you. Trust that. You're not going to just fall through the floor. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Some things I wish I could. Okay, uh, tuck the toes, chin on the floor, plant your hands, send your hips all the way back to your heels with the toes tucked under. Arms extended forward for a child's pose. Notice that this is a counter posture to our previous belly down back bend shapes. So you'll feel an extension of the low back as the tailbone tucks down towards the floor. Release the weight of the head and the heart. And notice this distance from your fingertips as your arms reach forward back to your hips as your hips sink back. So we're going to, going to attract, try to maintain this same length as we come up into downward facing dog. So push your hands down and forward as you lift your hips up and back, keeping a deep bend to your knees, focusing on the length from your fingertips to your outer hips. Let your head be heavy. Maybe do a little bit of um, shifting or shaking the head yes and no to relax the neck before working into your dog walk. Uh, So bend one knee at a time, reach the opposite heel towards the floor, and I always encourage you to walk your dog slowly, so paying attention to each straight leg, and then as that leg remains straight, maybe you shift the hips from side to side, maybe you shift weight from the inside of the foot to the outside of the foot, recognizing where your body needs attention, so is there a place along the back of the leg that feels tight that feels uh, restricted so breathe into that space use the idea of sending energy down into the back of the legs creating awareness creating release creating expansion 
Okay, walk your dog back to stillness, keeping any amount of bend in the knees as you press the hands down and forward, shift the hips up and back. And as you inhale next, lift the right leg straight up and back for three-legged dog. Knee and toes point down. Lift through the inner thigh as you wrap the outer hip towards the floor. Release the left heel down. So notice the back of that left leg lengthening as you lift through the right inner thigh. Press your hands evenly down and forward. Look forward and exhale. Lunge your right foot between your hands. So create that long stride. That might mean grabbing the ankle and giving the foot a hand. Lift onto uh, fingertips, bald fists, or blocks on either side of your front foot, whatever feels most supportive. And then release the hips down and forward so you feel the right thigh parallels the floor. Keep the weight of the hips shifting down and forward, and then lift through your back inner upper thigh. So back leg straightens as it strengthens. Shoulders out of the ear, chin and chest forward. And we're going to flow here with the back knee lifted. Exhale, send the right hip back, straighten the right leg, keep the base of the right toe grounded, round the spine, chin to chest. And then inhale to come forward into your lunge. So exhale, shifts the hips back into a modified pyramid pose. And an inhale brings you back to your lunge. So again, Move with the pace of your own breathing and be in communication. Continue a dialogue with your body so that you might begin to uh, make subtle modifications to your movement per movements, perhaps holding in one shape for an additional breath or two, maybe shifting the hips from side to side. If you prefer to do these movements with the back knee down, notice that, feel free to do that. And with an inhale, we'll come back to our lunge. Left palm to the floor. Inhale, sweep your right arm up. Stack the shoulders. Spin the heart open towards the right. And even might maybe start to turn the chest open towards the sky as you open up the right arm. As though you're going to embrace the entire sky. Keep lifting through the back inner thigh. And then look down. Hand down. Press back. Downward facing dog. Inhale to lift the left leg, second side. Remember we held here, we're going to hold here again. So align the hips by lifting through the left inner thigh, wrapping the left outer hip down. Let the right heel melt towards the floor as you engage the front of the right leg, lifting into the kneecap, trying to diminish the crease at the front of your right ankle. Push the hands down and forward, look forward, exhale, lunge your left foot between your hands. Again, set up with that long stride, possibly with blocks on either side of the front foot. Bend the back knee until the right, the left thigh now is parallel to the floor. So keep the weight of the hips shifting down and forward as you lift through the inner upper thigh of the right leg. Back leg straight and strong, chin and chest forward, shoulders out of the ears. Scissor the legs together, tone the legs, extend through the knee, back through the heel, expand the legs. Again, we'll move with the breath. Exhale to shift the hips back, round your spine, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee, left, base of the left big toe grounds, and an inhale to bring you forward. So on the second side, we always have the benefit of um, 
the benefit of comparison. I guess, I guess you can see it uh, as beneficial. I'm choosing to see it as beneficial. It might also uh, cause you to treat the left side in the exact same way you treated the right side without actually listening to what the left, the left hip needs. So uh, try to be aware of the specific uh, and unique needs of each side and treat them accordingly. So again, you might need to pause in one shape or the other. You might want to shift the hips from side to side. You also might like to bend that back knee to the floor. And one more inhale to bring it all forward. Right palm to the floor, stay in your low lunge, sweep the left arm to the sky, stack the shoulders, look up, keep the back inner thigh lifted, and if you'd like, start to open the heart towards the ceiling, tilting the sides of your neck back, tops of your ears back, revolving your bottom ribs skyward, and then look down, hand down, press back, downward facing dog, Oh my gosh, I have just not been keeping up with our push-ups lately, but let's do it today. <laughs> Inhale, come forward into your plank. Exhale, lower down. Inhale, push up, lifting through the sides of the waistline. Exhale, shift the hips up and back, downward facing dog. That's one, four more. Inhale, come forward. Exhale, lower with control. Inhale, push up. Exhale, hips go back to. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back three. Inhale to come forward. Exhale, lower with control. Inhale, press up. Exhale, hips lead you back. Last one, best one. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower with control. Inhale, press up. Exhale, hips shift up and back, downward facing dog. Take a moment to come to your knees, locate a block, and place it at the top of your mat. Okay, once the block's at the top of your mat, push your hips up and back. As you inhale next, right leg lifts, look to the top of your mat, exhale and lunge your right foot between your hands. Look at your back foot, spin your back heel to the floor so the outside of your left leg is parallel to the short end of your mat. Bend your right knee deeply, till your knee is over your ankle. Push your left thigh towards the right wall. Scoop the right side of your tailbone towards the front of your pelvis. Bring your block to the inside of your right ankle. Place your right hand on your block. Hug your right knee into your right arm. Widen your right arm into your right knee. Sweep the left arm to the sky. Stack the shoulders. Feel the left foot on the floor. Ground through the outer edge of your left foot. Lift into your left kneecap. Press your left thigh bone back as you tuck the right side of your tailbone forward. Widen your right arm into your right knee. Hug your right knee into your right arm. Broaden across your collarbones. So notice, do you want a lower setting with your block? So if the shoulders are easily stacked, you might attempt a lower setting or you might attempt to bring the block out of the picture completely. So from here, we're going to lift up with the left arm, keep the legs as they are, coming straight into a warrior two position. Look out over the right fingertips. Exhale, arm down, right hand down, left arm up. Inhale, come up. Exhale, come down. 
Inhale, come up. And exhale, frame the front foot, lift the back toes, send it back, downward facing dog. Walk out your dog for a moment before we go on to the next side. Inhale, left leg lifts. Look to the top of your mat. Exhale, lunge your left foot to the top of your mat. Block to the inside of your ankle. Look at your right heel. Spin the right heel to the floor, outer edge of the foot, parallel to the short end of your mat. Left hand to the block at the inside of your left ankle. Hug your leg into your arm. Widen your arm into your leg. Scoot the left side of your tailbone forward as you press your right thigh bone towards the wall behind you, lifting into your right kneecap. Sweep the left, the right arm up, stacking your shoulders. Widen the arm into the knee, hug the knee into the arm, revolve your left ribs towards the sky, stack your shoulders. Again, notice if this shoulder stacking is easeful. If so, you might attempt a lower setting or no block at all. Okay, keep your legs as they are. So one thing that I find is helpful with this difficult transition is to keep the feet scissoring in towards the center. Right foot pulls forward, left heel draws back. Inhale to come up. Warrior two. Exhale, hand down. Right arm up. Inhale, come up. Exhale, transition. Inhale, come up. And exhale, come down. Turn the back heel to the sky, hands frame the front foot, exhale, press back. If you don't know by now, I'm not very good at counting. Press your hands down and forward. I don't know if we did the same amount on the first side or the second side. Uh, inhale, come forward. Exhale, lower down. Inhale, press up. Exhale, hips lead you back. Inhale to come forward. Exhale to lower. Inhale to press. Exhale back two, three more. Inhale forward. Exhale lower. Inhale press. Exhale back. Inhale forward. Exhale lower with control. Inhale lift through the sides of the waistline. Exhale back. Last one, best one. Inhale to come forward. Exhale to lower. Inhale to press and exhale. Hips lead you to downward facing dog. Slowly walk your feet to your hands, one footprint at a time, pressing down through the heels as you eventually walk your way into a forward fold at the top of your mat. Feet are hip width distance apart. Broaden those toes. Try to get, try to be able to see the mat between each toe. Press the toes back down and let the upper body hang forward. This might mean bending the knees and taking hold of opposite wrists or forearms. You might take this ragdoll shape, nodding the head from side to side, shaking it yes and no, identifying and releasing tension in the neck. You might sway the arms from side to side, identifying tension in the shoulders and the upper back and attempting to let it go. Okay, be here on this exploration of your back body, lengthening along the backs of your legs, lengthening along the low back, the mid back, the upper back, the neck. Come back to your breathing. Each inhale, draw in more air at the top of your lungs. Each exhale, a greater sense of release. If 
fingertips back to the floor in front of you. Actively extend the crown of your head towards the floor. Start to bend your elbows out towards either side of the room the deeper you get into this shape. And then press your feet down, lift your hips up. Lengthen along the backs of your legs, lift into your kneecaps. Widen your inner upper thighs gently apart to broaden across the back of the pelvis. Keep your legs and hips as they are, palms to shins, straighten the elbows, bring your chin and chest parallel to the floor, shoulder blades on the back, and exhale, flow forward, head release, fingertips to the floor. Again, with the breath, inhale, lift halfway, shoulder blades on the back, and exhale, let it go. Bring your hands to your hips, point your elbows to the sky, lift your chin, and then come all the way up. Okay, after being down for so long, this can be a little bit jarring, so get your bearings, find a place to focus a soft gaze with the hands on the hips as though you're wearing your superhero cape, thrust your shoulders back and open up your heart with your hands on your hips as well. You can notice if the tailbone is tilted back and the pelvis is thus tilted forward. So as though your pelvis is a bowl and you don't want to spill water out of your bowl, Draw up through the front of your pelvis, the, uh, the hip creases, and lengthen down through your tailbone. As you lengthen down through your tailbone, press in your, into your feet. As you press into your feet, lift into your kneecaps. Take your gaze now uh, to the imagined horizon, or if you're practicing outside, you might see a horizon. Shin parallels to the floor, side to neck back, crown of the head lifts. Keep your shoulders thrust back as you take your arms to your sides and turn your palms forward. Soften the edges of your mouth. And I like to just, lately I really like to just take a moment in the mountain pose to think about this shape. Think about why it might be called mountain pose. How much you embody the idea of being a mountain, rising up out of the earth, growing strong, broad, tall, Inhale to sweep your arms overhead, palms touching overhead, and exhale, gently bend your knees as you flow forward. Fingertips to the floor in front of you, release your head. Inhale, lift halfway, shoulder blades on the back, and exhale, flow forward. Inhale to rise, perhaps sweeping the arms out and up or bringing them in front of you. Palms touch at the top, and exhale into your mountain pose. Again, inhale to sweep up. Move energy as you flow forward. Inhale, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale, release your head. Inhale, push into the earth as you grow tall. And exhale, stand in your mountain. Okay, bring your hands back to your hips. Once again, look down at your feet. This time, step into your left foot, and again, try to see the mat between each toe. Press the toes down, press the foot down. As you look down, really think about growing into the earth. Not just standing on top of the floor, but pushing down, creating a connection, sending down roots. Lift into your left kneecap, and then bring your right heel to a hover. Extend down through your heel, pull back through your toes, and with the hands on the hips, you have better information about where your hips actually are. So again, front of the pelvic crest lift, tailbone lengthens down. And also you want to uh, square the hips forward. 
From here, bend the knee, make big circles with the toes, like you're drawing a circle or an ellipse with the toes in one direction and then in the other. You might hear some nice popping noises in the ankle. And then egg beaters with the foot, uh, so circling the entire lower half of the leg in one direction and in the other. And now the knee is making the uh, probably more of an elliptical shape. Are we making a cake? <laughs> uh, so try to explore the range of motion of your hip here. And it might not be the most smooth action. So where it does feel rocky or um, whatever it might feel like, try to smooth out in those areas and then go in the other direction. And then heel back to a hover. Resquare the hips, thrust the shoulders back, soft gaze, soft face. Place the right foot down and do what you need to make the left leg feel uh, relaxed before we stand down into the right foot. So step the right foot down, lift and spread the toes so you can see mats between each toe. Step into your right foot, press down through your right foot. As you ground through the right foot, lift into your right kneecap. Bring the left heel to a hover. Square the hips. Uh, level the bowl of your pelvis. That's my, new, that's my new instruction. Level the bowl of your pelvis. Extend down through your heel, pull back through the toes, lift into the kneecap, and then we'll begin our circles with the toes. Bend your knee, thigh parallels to the floor, circles with the toes in one direction. Try to smooth out the movement. And in the other direction. And then big circles with the whole foot. In the other direction. And now with the knee. Popping might get louder as you, <laughs> as you go uh, through this progression. <laughs> and in the other direction. Explore, expand your range of motion here. Left heel to a hover, pull back through the toes, lengthen down through the heel. Stay a moment, ground it into your right foot, and then place your left foot back down. Okay, have a block handy on the floor in front of you for half moon. So let's uh, go from a warrior three into a half moon, and uh, then we'll try a bind from the half moon. So uh, maybe you all will be familiar with this bind, the Arda Chandra Chapasana, or uh, candy cane pose, I think we call it in English. So once you come to the half moon, the top leg's going to bend, we're going to grab the ankle, and then push the thigh back. Okay, so we're going to start on the left foot, I believe, yes, left foot, 
And then um, we'll actually just fold forward in with two feet on the floor. And then if you have that block there, you can put your hands on the blocks. So with your hand on the block, press your thighs back, reach the crown of your head forward, just like you're doing the halfway lifted shape. And then extend your right leg back into an L. So the heel is at the height of the hip, lifting through the inner thigh, revolving the outer hip down, and then slowly bring your hands to your hips. Reach your chin and chest forward, lengthen your tailbone back. So with the hands on the hips, again, you have that information of where your hips are. So likely the left hip has to lift as the right hip revolves down. Okay, so if you'd like to take any modification of the arms in this warrior three shape, you might take the arms back, you might take them out, you might take them forward. That was in ascending difficulty, those options. <laughs> and bring the hands back to the block. Bring the left hand to the block, right hand to your right hip, and then begin to revolve your right hip on top of your left hip. Easier said than done. Press down to your left hip. Lift into your left kneecap, push back through the right foot, and then lift the heel to the height of your hip. Revolve your left ribs towards the right wall, and then take your right arm up towards the sky. If you'd like to attempt that bind, draw your right knee in towards your chest, grab the outside of the foot or ankle with the right hand, and then press the foot into the hand and push the right thigh towards the wall that your back is facing, towards the left wall. Push down through the left foot. Roll the right shoulder blade deeply onto the back of your chest. And then look down, hand down, foot down. Hands to the hips, come up. Shake out the left leg. Tough, yeah. tough stuff. Um, not the easiest half moon I've ever done. <laughs> That's a harder way to come Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> Bring your hands to the blocks. Okay, come to that halfway lift, shoulder blades on the back. Ground down through your right foot. Try to see the mat between each toe, and then lift the left heel to the height of the hip. Okay, knee and toes point down. Lift into the right kneecap, then slowly bring the hands to the hips. Elbows towards the sky, and now this information of hands on the hips is going to give you a lot going to give you a lot to work with. So if the left hip is higher than the right, roll the outer hip down, lift through the inner thigh, lift into the uh, hip of the standing leg. Chin and chest forward, arms back, arms out, arms forward. Our hands can stay on the hips if that feels most supportive or, um, yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay, from here, hands back to the block. Press down through your right foot, bring your left hand to your left hip, stack your left hip on top of your right hip. Press your left thigh bone back, lift into your right kneecap, stack your shoulders, sweep your left arm to the sky. If and when you are ready, 
Bring your left knee into your chest. Grab the outside of your left foot or ankle. Then kick your foot into your hand, shifting your left thigh towards the wall that your back is facing towards the right. Push into your right foot, making sure your right toes are pointing straight ahead. They haven't uh, tarried in towards the left. Is that the right word? Terry? Left shoulder on the back. Open up the chest. Kick the foot. And then hips down. Release the bind if you have it. Left knee back to the floor. Hands to the hips. Lift the chin. Come all the way up and shake out the right leg. Do whatever you like. Do a little dance. Take the feet wider than the hips and make big circles with the hips in one direction and in the other direction. <laughs> I'm trying to think, is there value to doing something that in a more challenging way? <laughs> yeah. not like cheap. it's not the easiest way to get into these poses but you're right I feel like you have more you're more aware of where your hips are mm -hmm. when you're coming to it from that that uh, from yes. that vantage point okay so as promised uh, I keep I keep saying this is a promise I don't know if anybody actually cares if we keep doing this but we're gonna do our goddess pose and our wide leg forward fold. <laughs> I think I've been teaching this consistently for about six weeks now, would be my guess. So, uh, for those of you who have been in here the last six weeks, you're starting to enjoy this more. Uh, so, have your blocks in front of you, block your blocks in front of you. We're going to start with the goddess. Step your feet wide as you part, turn your toes out at about a 40 degree angle, is my best guess for that. Uh, have your hands on your hips, throw on your superhero cape, lengthen down through your tailbone, begin to bend your knees in the direction of your toes as your hips take the elevator straight down. Extend through your inner thighs, contract through your outer hips, roll the shoulders back, lift the heart up. Very nice, everyone. Take your arms out like your football goalpost. Elbows in towards your armpits, chest up and back. Notice the coloration of your toes. Uh, if, uh, if they're being discolored, then shift weight back into your heels. Okay, we're just going to hold here today. Extend through your inner thighs, contract through your outer hips, ground through your heels, upper body back, elbows in towards the armpits, chin parallels to the floor, soften the edges of your mouth, relax your jaw. So focus on releasing in your face for five, four, three. Two and one. Slowly straighten the legs, release your arms, heel toe your feet together until you can step your feet together. Step your heels to the back of your mat and then walk your feet wide apart. Turn your toes in just slightly from parallel with the outer edges of your mat, giving a better grip with your feet. Lift into your kneecaps, engage the muscles of your legs. Hands on the hips, throw your superhero cape on. Lift into your chin and chest, lengthen along the front of your torso. Hinge of the hips and bring the length of your torso parallel to the floor as you plant your wrists below your shoulders. Pull the heels of your hands back, reach your chin and chest forward, lift into your kneecaps, press your thigh bones back, and then lower down. Walk the hands back, 
Keep your fingers and toes pointing in the same direction. Set the heels of your hands shoulder width distance apart, elbows shoulder width distance apart, and reach that head down onto ground. Whether it be a blanket, whether it be a block, whether it be a whole tower of blocks, or someday maybe you get that head on the floor. Maybe your head was on the floor last week and your head's not on the floor today. It changes the 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 uh, Progression of the practice is not a linear experience. The longer you've been practicing, the more true that is. Okay, so recognize the back body in this shape. Where are you feeling restricted? Where are you feeling limited? How do you use your attention? How do you use your breath to start to create expansion through awareness? Beautiful, everyone. Shoulders out of the ears. Keep the sides of your neck long. We've been doing this pretty often, so if you want to uh, start to uh, do some modifications, you want to do that headstand, you're welcome to do the tripod headstand out of this shape. Maybe that's something we'll work towards. So after about uh, maybe 10 weeks of doing this, we'll do that. We'll uh, try that tripod. Ten, ten years. Everyone will show up. Ten, ten years from now, we got no, a date. It doesn't have to be ten years. It's just a, uh, I think it's a matter of consistency in a shorter period of time. Um, lift into your kneecaps. Wind back through your inner upper thighs. Lengthen down through your spine. And you can start to imagine a circuit here. So drawing from the earth as you inhale. Lengthening up the backs of the legs. Cascading down the spine as you exhale. Pushing against the resistance of the floor or the prop underneath your head. Walk your hands back under your shoulders and turn your toes out. You can shift your hips from side to side, so bend one knee in the direction of your toes, bend the other knee in the direction of your toes, and as you bend to one side, you can press the thigh bone of the opposite leg back. So just a little bit of exploration might feel nice here. Okay, hands to hips, elbows to the sky, lift your chin, rise all the way back up, and heel toe your feet back together. And step them together. Okay, let's do our headstand. Um, so we've very consistently been doing a headstand in here, so I won't uh, I won't go too long on the um, the demo into it, and I'll give you some options of what to do once you're up there. So uh, bring your mat to a wall or not, and interlace your fingers, knuckles about six to eight inches from the wall if you're still working on balance. Place your elbows shoulder width distance apart. Tuck your toes under from a four-legged table to come up into a uh, uh, four-legged table, four-arm table, to come up into a forearm dog pose. Push your forearms and elbows down and forward. Lift your shoulders away from your ears and start to walk your feet forward. When your shoulders want to collapse in front of your elbows, then don't walk your feet any further forward than that. 
and re release your head to the floor. I've encountered a lot of uh, a lot of practitioners lately who need a little padding underneath their head. So if you cannot easily bring your head down onto the floor, it's probably due to the length of your arms. You might put a little bit of padding underneath your head in the form of a blanket so you can ground your head. Ground through your forearms, ground through your head, walk your feet in even further, lift one leg, kick your heels to the wall. Squeeze your legs together, lengthen up through your tailbone as you push down through your head. Practice balance by bringing one leg and then the other away from the floor. So today, if you'd like, begin to uh, bend your knees out and bring the soles of your feet together. Lengthen up through your tailbone as you extend through the inseams of your thighs. So you're doing like a bound angle pose on your back, on your back, on your head. <laughs> And from there, you might try bringing the knees together. Squeeze the thighs, tuck the tailbone up, and then extend your legs back straight. Maybe a little circuit. Bend the knees out, bring the soles of the feet together. Squeeze the knees together, lengthen the tailbone up, extend your legs. So, um, I just made that up. <laughs> so if you want to make something up, make something up. So it's it's just an interesting uh, position to explore your legs and hips when they're not bearing weight as they often do. So uh, once you are done with that, as I always recommend, come to some posture where your head is slightly lower than your heart. So rather than coming to seated or standing after an inversion, it's good to either come to a child's pose or even a down dog shape. Arms can be forward or arms can be back. Use this, this time in uh, your child's pose or your down dog to reflect on the experience, your physical experience of that shape. Your energetic experience of that shape. How might the physical experience of the shape uh, influence your emotional being at this time? The quality of your thoughts, the, uh, the rate of your thinking. So reflect. I've been thinking about this idea of reflection and how my challenge is how do you reflect without bringing in all of the judgment, without qualifying everything. Slowly begin to walk your way up to a seat and then swing your legs forward to lie on your back. We're going to be here for a minute, so make sure you have enough room to uh, take your legs out to the side as we're going to go through a Supta Panangustasana series or 
reclined hand big toe pose series. So um, does everybody have a strap? Yeah, nobody really wanted to be by me today, so there's plenty of room over here. Um, <laughs> yeah, come over here. Once you find your way to lying on your back, extend out through your heels, lengthen through your tailbone, and just take a moment to be in that uh, mountain pose on the earth. Okay, bring your right knee in towards your chest, loop the strap around the, uh, the toe mound of the right leg, and extend your right leg straight or straight-ish. Lengthen through the heel, pull back through the toes, lift into your kneecaps, widen through the right outer hip while keeping the left thigh, back of the head, back of the shoulders firmly grounded. Once the leg is straight or straightish, begin to lift the heel towards the 90 degree angle. Notice how uh, lifting the leg will cause the right outer hip to curl towards your right armpit. Keep the outer hip widening away as you lift the leg higher. First marker might be to get the leg straight. Second marker might be to lift the heel to a 90 degree angle. If that marker is easily met, you might begin to extend the leg beyond that angle, bringing the thigh closer to the abdomen, uh, foot closer towards the face or shin closer towards the face. And what's your call here? Do you like the strap? Is, uh, do you need the strap to keep your head and shoulders firmly on the floor? Or do you want to start experimenting with trying to reach for the foot with the hands? So as I commented a moment ago, this is uh, the translation of this is roughly hand uh, to big toe pose. So you might uh, encounter the traditional uh, uh, grabbing of the big toe with the right middle and index finger, you can try that. Uh, that can tend to sickle the foot towards the ceiling, the outside of the foot towards the ceiling. So uh, alternatively, you might try to grab the foot with both hands, the inside and the outside of the foot. So it's these, uh, I, I'm gonna just go ahead and be bold and say that's a kind of a minor alignment issue. Um, so I'm going to give you a little bit of liberty as a practitioner to experiment with some different ways you might hold the foot once you are in the realm of maybe trying to hold that foot. Okay, so uh, from here we're going to widen the right leg out to the right and that is going to mean either passing the strap or the foot into the right hand. Left hand can either be out at your side like a wing, or you can use the left hand to keep your left side body pushing down. So wherever your hand lands on the thigh, the hip, uh, press down with the left hand as you gradually widen the right leg out to the right. So again, notice if uh, you can keep the extension of the right leg and still grab the outside of the foot with the right hand, or again, the, uh, the, the hand to the big toe, the middle and the next finger around the big toe of the right foot. 
round through the left hip, extend through the right inner thigh, contract through the right outer hip, widen the right outer hip away from your right armpit. Head down, left shoulder down, broad across the center, the front of the pelvis, actively round through the left thigh. Reach through the soles of both feet. I've said it before, I'll say it again, this is one sequence that uh, is pretty accessible without a lot of warm-up or really any warm-up. So if you ever are looking for a uh, just a brief practice to get you in your body, to get you some uh, range of motion, this is a good sequence to do. Um, if you don't have a strap, you can always use a towel or even uh, uh, some clothing. Uh, bring your right leg back to center, either with or without the strap, or pass the strap or the foot into the left hand, extend the right arm out to the right like a wing, and then slowly stack the hips, gradually bringing the right leg towards the left. Wide the right outer hip away from the face, either strictly energetically from the inside, or you can give yourself that assist of bringing your right thumb to the crease of your right hip. So push the top of the right uh, thigh away, getting more space in the right outer hip. Uh, often I find that it's uh, not necessary to uh, get <laughs> to go deeper in here, as it's already uh, can be a pretty uh, intense experience. Right shoulder back towards the floor. Keep the chest open towards the sky, giving a uh, twist in the lower abdomen. So again, as I was saying, this could be a sequence that um, you can do at home if you don't have a lot of time for a, a, a longer practice. Also, uh, I find that when I do visit this sequence, if I'm visiting it not very frequently, uh, I could just do this whole sequence on both sides and then go ahead and do it a second time on both sides. How do you use your breath to stay with the posture, to move energy through the right hip, to create expansion, to create release and relief? Center. One more time. Extend up through the heel. Square the hips. Ground the left thigh. Draw the leg any closer to the chest. That's pretty much uh, the extent of this, the basic Supta Padangustasana series. But we're going to go a little deeper here. Bring the left foot to the floor. Draw your right knee in and up towards the right armpit. Interlacing your fingers around the front of your shin. Pull the knee up towards the armpit, pull it in, and then extend the left leg straight. 
Ground the heel, ground the calf, try to ground the left thigh. Pull it in and then left foot back to the floor. Interlace your fingers around the sole of the right foot and then angle the shin perpendicular to the floor, like half happy baby or exactly like half happy baby. <laughs> Push your foot into your hands and then pull your knee down towards the floor at the outside of your right ribs. Kick and pull. And either choose to stay here or extend your left leg straight again. So we'll maybe want to uh, angle out to the side, the left side. Extend the leg straight ahead. Heel, calf, thigh towards the floor as you continue the tug of war between the hands and the right foot. Bend the left knee once again. Keep the right foot flexed. Set the ankle over the left thigh. Square the hips. Keep the right foot flexed as you draw the left thigh. The right foot flexed as you draw the left thigh in towards your chest. Okay, we're going to start with the thread the needle. So hands can uh, interlace behind the left thigh or in front of the left shin as you widen the right knee away, targeting the right outer hip. And then slowly peel your head, neck, and shoulders up away from the floor. Uh, thread with your right hand threaded between your thighs, hook your elbow up underneath your right, right shin. Use your left arm and bring your, left, your right foot into your left elbow. Extend your left leg straight. And then un, uh, unthread your right arm and bring your right elbow around your right knee, interlacing your fingers around your right shin. So if none of that is uh, working for you, happening for you, then uh, just stay in the previous incarnation in the uh, thread the needle pose. Pull the ankle in closer, widen the right knee apart, extend through your left heel, round the head, neck, and shoulders. Soften the edges of your mouth, relax your jaw for five, four, three, Two and one. Head down, release the bind, release the right foot, square the hips, extend the legs. And we got all of that to do on the second side. So uh, just notice your right leg gonna feel longer, even look longer than your left leg. Draw your left knee into your chest. Loop the strap around your left foot, extend your left leg straight. Straightish, reaching through the heel, pulling back through the toes. Ground the right thigh. Ground the uh, right. Uh, ground the right thigh. Extend through the soles of your feet and shoulders on the floor, and then work that leg towards 90 degrees so that the heel is directly over the hip. As you uh, approach that uh, shape, you might notice the left hip curling up towards the left armpit. Actively wind the left outer hip away from the left armpit, angling it towards the inside of the right foot. Once you have that shape, if you're at 90 degrees, start to explore beyond 90 degrees. 
Maybe keep, uh, walking your hands up the strap closer to the foot or experimenting with grabbing the foot itself. Again, the traditional uh, hold would be hand to big toes, so the left middle, the left index and middle finger curl around the big toe, or grab the foot with both hands. As you breathe, notice how the pose is changing. Okay, pass the strap or the foot into the left hand. Right hand either pushes the right hip or thigh down or can extend out to the right. Notice what feels right for you. Wind the left leg out to the left, keeping the right thigh rounded. Wind the left hip away from the left armpit. Extend through the inseam of the left leg, contract through the outside left hip. Right thigh down, broaden across the pelvis, broaden across the chest. Again, uh, if you feel like you are e at ease here, then you might try walking the hand to the foot. Either grabbing the big toe or the outside of the foot, which are going to have different effects. left leg back to center, pass the foot or the strap into the right hand, left arm out like a wing as you ease the left leg over to the right. Press into your right elbow, lift through your right shoulder, ground your left shoulder down, keep the chest broad. Widen your left hip away, soften your abdomen.
if you'd like, if you need more here, bring your left thumb to your left hip crease. So right just below the, um, the pelvic crest, just push into the top of your thigh to create more space. So that should immediately uh, bring more sensation to the outer hip. If that's where you want it, that's where you want more. Some days you want more, some days you don't. Whatever's going to help keep you present. Stay with your practice. Draw your left leg back to center. Re-square the hips. One more time, bringing the, chest, the leg closer to the chest, grounding through the right thigh. Before bending the right knee, foot to the floor, bending the left knee, drawing the uh, knee up towards your left armpit, interlace your fingers around the front of the shin, pull it in, keep it in, extend your right leg straight out in front of you. Heel down, calf down, thigh down. Squeeze it in. Right foot to the floor, just like you're doing happy baby, half happy baby, because you are. Interlace your fingers around the sole of your foot. Kick your foot into your hand, pull your knee down towards the floor. So as the knee comes down, the inner thigh raises the outer ribs. You're going to lose a little bit of that depth if you choose to extend the right leg out in front. So that's okay. Heel down, calf down, thigh down as you continue the tug of war between your foot and your hands. I guess that's not tug of war, because in tug of war you're pulling apart. And here we're pushing together. So push the foot into the hands, pull the hands into the foot. Inner thigh roots towards the floor. It's more like uh, sumo wrestling, I think. <laughs> From here, right foot bends once again. Keep the flexed right foot and hook the ankle over your right knee. Wide the left knee away as you draw the ankle in closer by interlacing the fingers behind the right shin or behind the right thigh. So you can stay in this uh, figure four thread the needle pose. You can even use the left elbow to wide the left knee away. Or you can hook the left elbow underneath the left shin. Extend the right leg straight as your head and shoulders lift up off the floor. Bring your uh, foot into the crease of your right elbow. And then once you have that stability, you can wrap your left arm around the left knee, interlacing your fingers on the other side of your shin as you pull your shin closer and parallel with your chest. Extend through your right foot. Inner thigh wraps down. Heel goes deeper towards the floor. Keep the left foot flexed. Wind the left knee away. Soften your jaw. Relax the edges of your mouth. Five, four, three, two, one. Let it go. Feet to the floor. Arms out by your sides. Feet are parallel. And sorry, uh, listeners at home won't get to do this, but um, I'm going to come around and 
do something for each of you that's uh, I've been wanting to do for myself, but I can't because you need a second person. So we're going to do some bridge, and I'm just going to give you guys a little assist underneath the hips. If there's any reason you don't want that, just give me a visual. No. No one of these. No. <laughs> okay. Um, so come into a bridge pose. Feet are hip-width distance and parallel. Interlace your fingers behind your back. Tuck your shoulders underneath your chest. And because this is a hard pose to hold for very long, I will do it a couple of times so I can get everybody. Inner, inner knees together. Knees together. Yeah, yeah, there you go. How's that feel? <laughs> okay. Look down the front line of your body. Make sure your, your uh, sides of your chest are lifted at an even rate. And we'll let you go. Come down. Okay, everybody come down. I guess we're going to do this about five times. So maybe uh, if you're waiting for your turn, you can just uh, have a block underneath your hips for a, um, for a restorative one. So I'll just come over to you. So be in the restorative version of the pose with the block uh, supporting your sacral spine. And Mary, it's your turn. All right. So arms at your sides. Good. And then squeeze, squeeze here. Yeah, there you go. Does that feel good? Yeah, just <laughs> lower back. So, listeners at home, you're just doing a general backbend extravaganza right now. <laughs> okay, I've learned something from the first two, and we're gonna. Uh, Regular, oh, you have regular block. So, come out now. Under your block, you're going to put your block here. Squeeze it. Okay. Touch your shoulders. There you go. Is that Oh, yeah. 
Okay. When you feel complete with your backbend extravaganza, uh, <laughs> walk your feet apart, let your knees fall together. Bring a hand to your belly, hand to your heart, close your eyes. Reconnect with your breathing, and again, this idea of reflection. Can you feel the energy of your practice, the energy of the previous poses, as it moves through and emanates from your body? Again, how does this movement of energy, this um, physical activity, affect your emotional being? the quality of your thoughts at this time, and how do you reflect without attachment, without judgment? What does that even look like? Sides, gently lift your knees and make small circles with your knees. So drawing uh, circles or ellipses on the ceiling, massaging your low back into the earth. One direction and then in the other direction. Slowly draw your knees in towards your chest, hug them in. Squeeze the legs together and then slowly begin to peel your head, neck, and shoulders off of the floor. Grabbing hold of opposite wrists, forearms, or biceps. Then pulling into a small shape as though you are going to curl into a tighter mass, into a ball. Tailbone towards the heels, chin towards the chest, forehead towards or to the knees, squeeze it in, and then slowly unfurl, extend out through your legs, heels as wide as the hips, feet can fall off to either side of the room, arms at your sides, shoulders tucked gently underneath your chest, broad across your collarbones. Lengthen along the back of your neck as you rest your body. Feel the earth, feel the earth's support beneath you. Surrender into that support with each exhalation.
Let this be a time of reflection. the imagery of a um, lake or a pool of water. So there's activity beneath the surface and above the surface. Begin to cease. This, this surface itself becomes unbroken, calm, reflective. that surface becomes calm. It reflects the sky above and it makes it possible to see down below.
with your next inhale, consciously draw more air into your lungs. If you'd like, you can make an audible sigh as you exhale. In whatever way you'd like, begin to bring movement back into your body, maybe starting at your extremities, moving fingers and toes. If you'd like to stretch your arms over your head or roll to one side. Eventually, keep your eyes closed to, take, to bring your way back into a seated position. down through the legs and hips, grow tall through your spine as you bring your palms together in front of your heart. We'll chant on one single time to close the practice. Exhale your breath and inhale for all.